Я думаю, что каждый тоже изменился. Вы можете измениться. You're listening to WowFireRadio.com presents the Jerry Torres program. No bad news, no sad news, no politics, no religion, just happy fun stuff. And now, here's your host, Jerry Torres. Five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor Ron Burgundy and Tits McGee. Now go do that voodoo that you do. Oh, this is, what the hell? That was my, that, there you go. Thank you. Wow. Oh my God. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Please stay seated. Uh, thank you, everybody. Welcome to another edition episode of the Jerry Torres program here on wildfireradio.com. Please stop. Stop. Stay seated. I'd like to introduce my new producer, Tom Tussler. Give it up for him, people. How's it going? Yeah. The guy that built the studio. You know what? This is a, a way bigger crowd than we've ever had in this place. <laughs> how did we get a crowd in here? Jesus. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we just started talking about how there's like sometimes people have too many guests, right? Yeah, and we now just we talked have, about that. I think we have too many guests now. I think that's what the deal is. Oh God, man! You know, it's it's like uh, b- b- before I continue the introduction, people. Yeah, me and my man Tom here, who's taking over Taylor. Taylor's away uh, on the in Afghanistan it's on a secret mission, but um, no, he's in the other studio. <laughs> uh, the one personality man, you know what I mean? It's cool as hell, but uh, <laughs> that's why we like him, though. Yeah, we love the guy. But uh, yeah, the problem is, it's like uh, I'm not, again. I don't put down no podcast show. All of them are great. God bless them. They all talk about one thing, which is awesome. I talk about eight different things. But like the thing is, when you got eight or nine guys in one studio, one talks above the other. One wants to change the topics, change back and forth, and it's frustrating. It's a headache, you know. So I mean, I don't like that. So oh yeah, for all you guys like. Uh, instant messaging me and email. Hey Jerry, can I be your psychic? Hey Jerry, can I just be your podcast? Fuck no, I'm by myself. Okay, I'm a solo guy. Stop asking. It's not gonna happen unless you're a curvy, voluptuous woman. Yes, you know, but I don't want no dudes. All right, you know, I don't hate gay people. I just don't like dudes. All right, anyway. <laughs> but we prefer the ladies. Right? Yeah, we prefer the ladies. Yes, and later on we'll talk about love, TKO, woman of the week. But uh. All you guys that keep sending me instant messages, want to be my sidekick, my partner in crime. No! Stop asking. It's not going to happen, okay? I'm a solo guy. Like It's me and the producer who's ever taken over for Taylor, okay? So now, <laughs> that's how it is. I'm like the Rush Limbaugh of dirtiness, okay? I am a one-man show, so I prefer it that way. But, I mean, thank you for asking, but stop asking, all right? Anyway... So, welcome everybody to uh, the Jerry Therese program here on wildfireradio.com. It's raining outside. It sucks. But, hey, what are you going to do about it, man? It's going to make it much freaking hotter than it already is. You know? I cannot wait. You got kids, Tom? I do not have kids. All right. You pull out just like me. That's- All right. All right. Hey, look at that crowd. I, yeah. <laughs> Listen to them. Me. We pull out. Such energy. <laughs> Such energy. Oh my God! What about anybody for Taylor? Nobody. Okay. 
<laughs> oh my god. Yeah! That's that's for Taylor. Jeez, I'm gonna get it. You know, wait a minute. There's gotta be somebody for for Taylor. Hold on, man. Let's see if we can get somebody. Anybody? Uh that Mrs. Taylor? Anybody? Hold on. We gotta get somebody here. Taylor? Taylor fans? Anybody? No? Nobody? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got somebody here. Alright, here we go. Anybody for Taylor? No? Oh wow. Oh. That's you know uh, he can hear you in the next room, right? I know. <laughs> that sucks, man. Well, what about Tom? Oh my God! Oh, wow. yeah. oh th no, thank you, thank you. <laughs> See, there's plenty of voluptuous women in this crowd. Yes, there is. All right, let's try one more. Guys, come on, crowd. Taylor. Oh man. <laughs> See, see, just kick the guy when he's down. <laughs> He's fighting for us in Afghanistan. You can't kick him. Down. I know, I know. Tom? <laughs> so flattering. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much for the... I mean, thank you. Oh, all right. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm applauding for Taylor. All right, there. You see, there I'm applauding. You know? Because he gets what he deserves. All Taylor right. Taylor keeps this place running during the week. That's so we right. Got, him and his beard it. are awesome. Oh, yeah. Beard. <laughs> He's going to fuck with my stuff so bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let him edit this. I know. And I know. you're really going to let him going to cut it down to 29 seconds. The entire oh, show. <laughs> I know. He's very gifted. He can do it on his phone. Uh, That's how good oh, yeah. he is. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let us begin to begin. As you heard in the introduction, my sh there is no pol I don't talk about politics. I hate politics. There's no religion. No bad news, no sad news, just good, happy, fun stuff, all right? I had a good weekend. My car passed inspection, and the word that he said, my mechanic, just barely. Two words that don't want to hear, because my car is old, man. Just barely passed. <laughs> anyway, so I got one year. One year, hopefully I can save up enough money and get me a brand new car. So let's see what that is. Well, the good news is... Um, I got my book is going to be published. Uh, I'm writing a, I wrote a children's book. It's entitled Uranus Smells Like Rotten Eggs. It's about uh, body flatulence, but for kids. It's a, it's a kid rhyming book. You know, it's about 12 pages long, and you know, and I, it took me about three months to write it. it. Took me about a year to gather all the notes, learning from writing. I read, I read a lot of books, went online about writers, and they all say the same thing. Get your ideas on a piece of paper, a pizza box, because with you have that idea in your head, you will forget it within one hour, and you'll never get it back. Very much the truth. Yep. So I put it on my phone. All these notes for all like like for almost a year gathering on these notes. So one day I just said, you know what? Screw this. Got in front of my computer, started typing, and it took about three weeks. Finished it. Sent it to a publisher. They loved it. You know what they said? You know, the reason why we're going to publish your book is because it's short. <laughs> That's why they get guys. The lady, the publisher that was there, she says like they, she gets these like 1,000 pages, like 500 pages of like of transcripts. It's way too much reading. So when I said it's like, well, we like your book. It's very clean. It talks about the human, the, the truth of the human body. Why does we flatulence? You know, it's a good rhyming book. So she goes, we're going to go ahead and publish with it. Well, I got to come up with like $3,500 because back in the day, it wasn't like, we're going to publish it right now. Times have changed, she said. You Now you got to pay to get paid, you know? So hopefully I put it on um, uh, GoFundMe because uh, if you go on my Facebook page or uh, Twitter, you'll see the GoFundMe thing on there. And if 
I'm already trying to raise $4,000 to have this book published. And if and when this book gets published, a large percentage of the proceeds will go to Alex's Lemonade for Cancer Research. Huh? Very nice. There you go. Very nice, sir. Once that book is published, right? So, and also, if I get enough money, I'm going to put the by that percentage that I have, put it in a bank account because I'm working on another book right now. It's about uh, my my thoughts, you know. Let uh, me see. I'm trying to think of the, you know, like my inner like haikus and thoughts. Your musings. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I'll give you one thing uh, that I wrote. Like uh, Serena Williams, right? She wanted Italian, right? So her and her husband fly to Italy because she wanted Italian. So then I wrote, I wanted Taco Bell. I wanted to go to Mexico, but I went to Taco Bell. Yeah. You know I mean? It's like, yeah. I mean, I guess. It, well, I mean, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to drive in your car. <laughs> no. To Mexico. No. So. Are you, so I guess that's the alternative, right? Are you kidding me? All these carjackers in Mexico. They look at my car. And be like, please go back. We don't. We don't want that. <laughs> They'll car bomb, actually, literally car bomb my car while I'm in it. You piece of shit car. Get that guy right out of here. You know? I mean, I can't say I blame him, right? So, <laughs> but uh, that's uh, that's another book that I'm working on. So hopefully uh, that'll happen by, hopefully by the end of this year, at the beginning of the new year. And, uh, well, I have one more week for my time off. And then after that, I'll go back doing stand-up comedy again. I took about uh, three weeks off doing stand-up. Technically four, because I needed a break. Everybody needs a break. You know what I mean? Just like uh, I needed a break from writing. I needed a break from performing. I needed a break from everything. So this helped me out a little bit. So I'll go back doing shows come next week, because you know August is around the corner and due to the fall. And uh, what else is there? Oh yeah, I did the stop asking me people for to be my sidekick and partner in crime. I don't need that. Stop asking. Oh yeah, here's the here's the here's one of the thoughts I wrote in, in my book. Like Bon Jovi concerts, two words, MILF buffet. See? Yeah, it's, it's just like a thought. It comes right to your head. It makes okay. you think. It's mostly like a bathroom book I'm, I'm writing. I mean, you take a dump, there's a book. Hey, I'm going to read it. Okay, so statistically speaking, you'll get something decent out of it, right? If you keep putting it down, like you said, on paper, at some point you're going to get something usable, right? Exactly. Something- yeah. I got another one. Um, yeah, this is the stuff. He goes, bowling is hard. But it's easy when you throw it overhand. Mm. <laughs> Not a bowling ball, though. How easy a strike would be if you just throw it overhand? I mean, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Except for the ball's like, you know, 14, 15, 16 pounds, probably. <laughs> Not so much. Yeah. I, I would throw out my back before I even got the ball How bowling my would be so much exciting. I would go to bowling just it to would throw be exciting. it overhand. It, oh, would, it would be exciting. God! Instead of like, like, I see those those guys that are like, I don't know, training for the triathlon, you know, gut hanging down, you know, <laughs> they're training for something and it's not for bowling. I can tell you that, but uh, that's the stuff that I'm working on. All right, people, let us begin with some good news. Uh, let's see. Well, good news. Putin is, you know, like I don't talk about politics, but Russia owns Trump. <laughs> let's put it that way. You know, they made it this bitch. Um, I didn't write anything about good news. Uh, good news is obviously is stuff that happened that you you know there's too much sad stuff going on in the world, too much depressing, too much shootings, too much this and that. So what I did is I go on MS, msnbc.com and find some good news that's happening in the world that no one else knows about. Like just recently, somebody uh, destroyed the uh, Trump Walk Hall of Fame star. 
Yep, saw that in the news, yeah. Yeah, I'm not into vandalism. You shouldn't do that. But in this case, why not? You know, <laughs> I figured, yay, man, you know, uh, look, it's wrong. Yes, you're not supposed to do that, you know. But I figured with the way he's ruining this country and he thinks he's doing something for the country, he's really not. Um, hey, where the hell is my sound effect board? God damn it. He's like, there he goes. Okay, hold on. Got it. All right. That's not what I wanted. There we go. And I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming myself. Okay. Let me see. Uh, yeah, okay, here we go. Jackhammer. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a pickaxe or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the guy right? used the pickaxe, destroyed yeah. it. Oh, destroyed man. it. Forget about it, man. That's good news right there. Um, let me see. J-Lo at 49 years old. That's good news right there. <laughs> oh, God. We were just talking about it way before. Chiseled. Body. I gotta admit, right? So there, I think that was the point of the or the the headline that I saw was that something about like you know she's her best self at forty nine or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey Amen. They both. I mean, they both are. They're both, both um, her and um, Jeter, right? Jeter. Oh, I mean, they, you know, they're both in they're having a time of their lives, you know. Oh God, man! I know one thing. You know, she's hold on. Let me see here. God, I got to get this. Here we go. I know Jeter must be Jeter all over her. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I know he's going down on that J-Lo. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. I killed me. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I am so glad Taylor's not here because he would definitely interrupt stuff. You know, I miss him. I really do. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so let's see what else is happening. Uh, the Trump star is cracked, gets good. Vandalism is bad, but the Trump thing, I'll let it go. On this one, uh, J Lo's rocking by. There's this girl at my gym. She's blonde. She's a sweetheart, a nice woman. I I kind of forgot her name. Damn, I do forget her name. But her body, good lord, she wears these yoga pants. You can immediately tell how she looks naked. Yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't know. I, I, the yoga, the yoga pan thing is is like unfair. It's, it it's it unfair. is unfair. I mean, oh god, the curvature of their buttocks. Yeah. It's just. <laughs> <sighs> just don't get caught staring, man, at the gym. That's, uh, well, I don't stare. I just notice. There's too many. There's too many mirrors. <laughs> Thank God for the mirrors. Yes, right. there's mirrors in every direction. People will see you staring. <laughs> But uh, let me see if I can find something of good news really quick. Uh, here we go. All right, all right. Let me see. I know there's got to be something here, people. And I got to make this real quick because I only have an hour in my show because I'm really going to. Oldest man in the world celebrates his 113th birthday. Here's an All right, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to pick this one. All right. Here's something that happened. If I could get it the F up, you know. So, like I said, there's too much bad stuff, sad stuff going on in the world. People forget about the good stuff that's happening in the world. Well, here's something that's good. When construction changed a blind man's route, a bus driver took a detour to help him. We don't often think of our public transportation drivers as heroes. But in the Wisconsin town, most of the transit system is made up of everyday heroes. 
from a bus driver who literally ran through traffic just to help a man in a wheelchair to a driver who pulled over to help an elderly man who fell in the snow at the Milwaukee County Transit System bus drivers have become as important to the county's first responders. The town's latest hero, Thaddeus Turner, 28-year-old bus driver, who didn't think twice about helping one of his passengers cross the street after finding out he was blind. The route was barricaded. It was rough for me as a driver. I can only imagine how rough it was for him, told you know this gentleman for in CNN. The passenger, Gene Hubbard, had taken the route to, a, to work nearly every day for the past 20 years. But the route was under construction, making it difficult for Hubbard to get around transit... Uh, <clears throat> Transit spokesman Brendan Conway said, A bystander snapped a photo, Turner helping Hubbard, and sent it to Transit Agency. The agency then shared it on Facebook, and it quickly caught the attention of the local news station. I was surprised when I saw it in the news, he said, and I didn't think it would be, you know, it w- would be right here, right now, or something that there is in second in nature to me, to my colleagues. And he just continued on. He says, Turner's attention to the photo generate has nearly caught him off guard. And he says, if people can do this every day, just walking an elderly blind person across the street, how peaceful would the world be? Right? <clears throat> oh my God, I'm not choking up people. I just got, you know, my throat was starting to dry up. You see what I mean, people? Look at that. A man got out of his car just to help a blind man cross the street. And while the road was under construction, how thoughtful was that? Right? This guy did it. Let me see. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus, man. Where the hell are my sound effects? There we go. All right. I'm sorry, people. What am I apologizing for? This show is, is beyond perfection, people. He just went across and helped a blind man. Ain't that sweet? Oh, oh my God. Let's go again. Wrong oh. <laughs> sound that effect button. sounds like murder. There we go. <laughs> he didn't kill the guy after he crossed him. Isn't that sweet, people? That's what I wanted to find. <laughs> Definitely not oh. multiple shots from <laughs> from a weapon or something. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, that's good. It's, oh god, that's like. Oh god, wait a minute. I'm hitting the bronze. All right, there is. How about this one? Bingo. There we go. All right, people. Let's get back to uh, more stuff in the news. Not news, but that's the good news. You know what I mean? See what I mean, people? There's so much good stuff happening in the world that nobody reads about. Nobody reads about the war, the famine, douche Trump ruining this country, lies left and right. (sighs) God damn it, man. Pisses me off. All right, people. Let's go into the world. Oops, right here. Hold on. I got to click it on. Here. I am sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, my show is beyond perfection. Okay? (laughs) Oh. Oh my God! Where the hell is it? There we go. There we go. Okay, I got it up. All right, people, let's go. Jesus Christ! What the fuck? <laughs> I'm cursing. I gotta uh, stop. Everything all right over there? Yeah, everything is great, my man. Hold on, hold on. Here we go. Uh, up. Did it decide to restart on you? No, 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 don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to. There we go. Okay. Shut up. Thank you. Jesus Christ, that's loud. Oh my God. Hold that, on, people. That one's a bit louder. Yeah, I apologize now. All right, lowering it, lowering it, lowering it. Perfect. Okay. Is this loud? Is that good? I, I'll fix it. All right. Not too loud. Not too try, soft. Try it again. All right, here we go. Perfect. Okay. I wasn't sleeping on you, man. <laughs> 
Uh, did Taylor tell you that I shaved my legs? <laughs> you told me that you shaved your legs, yeah. <laughs> me and Joe were sitting in the back room. The, okay, long story short, this woman saw my legs. She said, God, Jerry, your hairs are so hairy. Can you shave them? I said, no, men don't shave. Well, I think you have your expression you show me more of your legs if you shave. And I did. I hate to say it. She's right. You know, then the bitch don't talk to me no more. Screw her, you know. But yeah, I shaved my legs like a man. A five blade, not a single blade. Shut up. <laughs> All right, Bill, let's go to the world of food. Make me a sandwich. All right, here we go. Your food and drink of the week is the... Now, you let me know what you think of this, all right? I love Taylor's response. Taylor, Taylor's a food guy. Anytime I mention food, he leans over to the, to the window, all right? Your food and drink of the week is... Make me a sandwich. The Italian peppers, onions, and sausage sandwich. I'm all about it. <laughs> all right. All about it. Now, when I go to the boardwalk in Seaside Heights, there's Three Brothers Pizza, my favorite pizza. Oh, my God. You could just smell and hear the sizzling of the pe- the green, red peppers, the onions, and the sausage on that grill. Good God. It's heavenly. Car- caramelized heaven. Oh, my God. You're so damn right, man. I love it. It's heat medium high. And they place that sausage on the grill. Forget about it, man. Crispy, light, charred on both sides. Woo! I mean, it's, I mean, you got a heat in a saute pan, but I've seen the grill, you know? So if you're interested in making it, you say you cook peppers, onions, seasoning, salt, pepper, you know, until it's nice and soft. About eight minutes, serve sausage and peppers on a hero roll. Not on a Kaiser roll, people. Not on a, you know, two sliced pieces of bread it is a hoagie roll all right and then after that you know you put in the right seasoning and it's go time and to go with that italian peppers and sausage it is a nice cold blue moon beer make me a sandwich that's what i think so what do you think man the green peppers and sausage ah all about the green peppers and sausage and all about the uh the roll too but uh it's it's the smell, man. I mean, they, they they're delicious, but honestly, especially on a boardwalk, oh. you smell that from a couple blocks away. Oh, oh god, oh. dude! Every time I go to Three Brothers Pizza, I mean, they got the right pizza. They're so big slices. Oh yeah. But when I look over to the left and I see that grill guy slamming that, oh, those peppers and sausages. Then of course he has the burgers and the hot dogs on the side. But man, there's something about those sausages. You hear that sizzling and that aroma with the peppers and the onions. It is the best. So that is your food of the week. Your green and red peppers and onions. Italian sausage. Yes. He's going to make some red peppers and sausage for us. <laughs> Wait, Henry, Henry. His arm. Very funny, guys. His leg. It's a wing. <laughs> what do you like? The leg of the wing, Henry. Are you still going for the old hearts and long legs? <laughs> a little Pesci action right there. Little Joe Pesci action, people. <laughs> so that is again, ladies and gentlemen, your food of the week. Ah, right, damn it! Here we go. Here we go. That no, hit the wrong button. Make me a sandwich. There you go. Oh my God! I found a Taylor's lightsaber. We've been looking for that for weeks. Oh my God! Here, give be, this back be, to him. Be careful with it. Be careful. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hit the wrong button. You know. Be careful with that. Okay, I'm setting it down. Setting it down. Okay, here we I'll go. Hit the microphone. <laughs> oh God, what the hell is this sticky stuff? Gross. I don't know. Anyway, all right, people. 
All right, so that is your food of the week, and uh, let's see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, now we got the happy, fun stuff. Let's go into the world of cars. All right, ladies and gentlemen, your car of the week is the classic of the Bond films, okay? Now, I hate to say it. It was all right of a Bond film. I don't mind. I'm a big Bond fan. I can't wait for the, 20, the, the 26th one, the 27th one, whatever the hell it is. Comes out in 2019. They were still in the middle of filming it. And it was a great car for the film in this Bond movie. And that film was The Spy Who Loved Me. And that is the 1977 Lotus Espirit. You ever seen that movie? No. Okay, it's it's uh, the spy. Oh, oh, the esprit, esprit, yeah. You're right, esprit. Sorry, you know that's why I forgot. It's uh, what is it? what the kind it's of silent man. Right there you go. <laughs> so <laughs> it was that submarine car. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so at the time when that car came, that was that car alone in the movie that made that Lotus popular. Gotcha. People were making orders left and right during the late '70s for this car when they saw it. Now, primarily because this car could turn into a submarine. All right, technically people couldn't do that. It was just for the movie. But the Lotus, that car alone made the Lotus what it is for, you know, from 1976 to 2004. But during the late 70s, it made that car popular. It's a sports car, two-door. They were made from 1976 to 2004. Now, they were sleek design, and it's time it was appeared in the film The Spy Who Loved Me, which that car also appeared in other films, which is too long of a list. But the original Lotus car, Esprit, that was in the movie The Spy Who Loved Me, Elon Musk, the, uh, the billionaire tech entrepreneur investor, Elon Musk had bought the James Bond iconic Lotus Esprit vehicle from the spy who loved me with the intention of making it, you know, his movie transformation from car to submarine a reality. But, you know, again, the car was a prop, but he bought the the one that was from the movie. Now it's like in his own private museum. So he recently bought it at the time uh, when he bought that car. He bought it for, get this, 997 Hundred thousand. I mean, I am nine hundred and ninety. Almost a million bucks. There you go. Wow. Jesus. Wow. Well, when you have that much money, <sighs> it's displayed. As soon as you go into his building, that car is displayed there. So the buyer's identity. Uh, you know, I mean, the public. You know. So that that car alone was awesome at the time when I was a kid. Of course, if I see the car now. I'm a big car guy. Yeah, I would drive it, you know. But mind you, it was the 70s, so the technology for airbags wasn't around during that time. You know, so you got it's a very careful car. Like, I saw a Cobra. Uh, was it a 57 Cobra? And, good God, I was so afraid to get in this car. It was the original Cobra. The guy said he paid like 800-something thousand dollars. It was from the like, the late 60s. Car ran fast, but man, I was terrified. Yeah, there was no airbags. The seatbelts were horrible. The seats were so uncomfortable. I'm like, does this car pass any safety thing beforehand? No, and, and it probably doesn't have to. No, <laughs> no. And like, ish, I just, I just stopped the car. I was like a girl. Stop the car. Let me out. You know what I mean? But that is your car of the week, the Spy Who Loved Me, 1977 Lotus Esprit. Yes. <laughs> You failed, you big dummy. 
God. All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right. At the box office, at the movies, Equalizer 2 made $40 million. Denzel Washington does not do sequels, but he did, and the movie became successful. I heard it wasn't as good as the first, but it's Denzel Washington, for sure, you know. $40 million. Mamma Mia sucked, you know. $34 million. Skip it. Hotel Transylvania 3, which I love the first and the second one. The Mummy is my favorite. Uh... Hotel Transylvania 3 Summer Vacation made $23 million. It was number three at the box office. So, so let's go to movie recommendation. Movie recommendation is movies that I've seen and I recommend others to see. And movies that I love. I'm a big movieology guy. I love movies. I'm a big movie buff. I studied acting. got a degree in it. And so it's movies that I have seen from... I love Turner Classic Movies because the originals. They are all these films that are internal clients. They're all originals. And like a prime example, um, the movie Bullet with Steve McQueen. That was the first movie genre of cop protecting a witness against the mob. You know, and the corrupted system, the the legal system. That movie was the first and only movie to ever do that. Next thing you know, 50,000 movies did the same thing. But Bullet was the original one. So that's what I'm talking about. Classic original films. Movies that are like original. So this is what I recommend movies that I've seen. Movies such as action drama, sci-fi, western, comedy, and classic. And the movie that I recommend to see is an action drama. And it is the 1957 war masterpiece, The Paths of Glory. Right? Okay. Hey, how old are you, Tom? 38. 30? Okay, good. You're not Taylor's age. No. 16. You know, <laughs> he's gonna edit my stuff so bad. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm gonna let, I'm letting him loose on this. <laughs> oh god, I'm sorry, Taylor. I think it's down to 23 seconds. Your entire show is <laughs> 23 seconds. Well, he's gonna splice together the words. Taylor is great. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It. That's your whole show. <laughs> hey, this is Jerry Jordan Wildfire Radio. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's the 1957 war masterpiece, The Paths of Glory. Directed by the great, <clears throat> excuse me, man. <clears throat> all right, directed by the great director, one of my favorite all-time directors, Stanley Kubrick. Now, the movie is a masterpiece. You got to see this film. I have it on my DVR and never get tired of watching it. The movie is about a during World War One commanding officer, General Boulard, uh, played by the uh, late actor Adolphe Minjou, a French actor. Orders his subterrene, the, his subordinate, General Monroe George McCready, to attack a German trench position, offering a promotion as an incentive. Though the mission is foolhardy to point of suicide, Monroe commands his own subordinate, Colonel Dax, played by the great actor who's still alive, Kirk Douglas, to plan the attack. When it ends in disaster, General Monroe demands the court martial all three random soldiers in order to face what they had caused. Now, the acting was powerful, it was mesmerizing, and because of the fate of these soldiers, the ending was poetic. It was like, you you feel the pain of these actors, um, these soldiers in the movie, knowing that it was a mission that we're supposed to do, but it failed, right? And during that time, war rules was pretty much different back in those days. Now, you got to see the movie. There's so much into it, you got to see it. But they failed the mission, and right away, uh, it was a French, it was a French uh, army. 
But it was all done by English actors, you know, except for Kirk Douglas. He was the only one that wasn't. So when the mission failed, all these generals, they went to court-martial, and they convicted him guilty. So they faced a, a firing squad, right? But man, during like the last 48 hours of their lives, whoo, you feel... Stanley Kubrick did an amazing job, really, you know, these guys knowing that they're going to die. And they tried everything they can to find um, leniency. Nothing. So they had no choice. Like in the, the scene, one of the scenes that really gets you is when you see all these French soldiers standing in detention and you hear the drummer. And then you see these soldiers guarded, you know, by, others, uh, by guards behind them walking towards the, the, that pole where they're tied to in the blindfold. Wow. Yeah, it's like the, the, the emotion, the powerful scene. You're like, oh my God. Please, and one of the uh, soldiers, I forgot the actor's name, who was going to be, um, let me say, what the hell, uh, court martial, well, shot, whatever. Wow. The way he just started bawling, you know, like begging for his life, you know. Man, you got to see this movie. It was, is a masterpiece. Now, the release date of this movie was December 25th, 1957. It was directed by one of my favorite all-star directors, Stanley Kubrick, who I'm trying to get to interview with his daughter. His daughter controls everything of Kubrick. Nothing goes, it's same thing with like Bruce Lee's daughter. Now, nothing goes by her and her alone. <clears throat> so if they're gonna make a, a movie or like a, a remake of one of Stanley Kubrick's movie, which she should not, they gotta go by the daughter. I'm like, God bless her, man. So I'm really trying to get her an interview. And it was, the cinematography was awesome. Mind the whole film is in black and white uh, by George A. Crusoe. The story, when it was also based on a book by Humphrey Cobb. Was that Thunderstorm? Oh, okay. Now, the screenplay was by Stanley Kubrick, Humphrey Cobb, Jim Thompson, and Calder Willingham. And it is an amazing film. Powerful, breathtaking. And again, like I was telling Tom, the ending, it is emotionally, immensely powerful. I mean, it will shatter you big time because you're you're seeing the pain. Like you feel like you're one of those guys going to get shot in a firing squad. You know, it's like this is it. You tried everything. You yeah, know? absolutely. And it's like, oh my! But the, but the thing was, it's silent, but you hear the drums. You know, brr, oh, brr, brr, drums in the distance. Brr. Yeah, that's, yeah, drums in the distance. Like exactly. And you ominous. See, yeah, exactly. Oh my god! And then like. First, the first guy was like, "That's it." He was brave. He was like, "Hey, I'm a man. I'm a soldier. I'm gonna yeah. die like one." The second guy was like, "Come on, please help me. Please, come on, somebody." The third guy, that's when you really feel. He's like, "Please, I don't want to die." They're like dragging him to the pole, like these oh, soldiers, man. like carrying him. You know, please. And while they're tying him up, putting the blindfold, he's still begging for his life. You know, it was like, "Oh God." But, uh, yeah, so that is the movie that I recommend, the 1957 classic, Paths of Glory, starring the great, directed by the great Stanley Kubrick, and acted by the powerful and still living actor, Kirk Douglas. So that is the movie that I recommend. All right, let's go to the world of sports. Not much in the world of sports. <sighs> Too much baseball, college basketball, so it's starting to warm up, you know what I mean? Um, Canadian football is on. Who the hell watches Canadian football? Canadians, you know? Uh, what else is there? See what I mean? Not that much. World Cup was over. I miss it. I loved it. It was the best one I've seen so far in four years. 
the best, energetic. I mean, again, I say congratulations to France. You guys, you know, own it, deserve it. You know, uh, not that much in the UFC, boxing. Eh, you know, nobody big in the world of boxing. Um, World Cup is over. Terrell Owens tried to go for a Canadian league. <laughs> he still got potential for eight more leagues in Canada. So, hey, you know, I hope. If not, go to play rugby. You know what I mean? That's the only option you have. You know? Hey, there's some American NFX NFL players that are playing in rugby leagues in Europe, you know? And, uh, yeah, well, not just in Europe. I mean, there are a lot of rugby leagues in South America. But, I mean, that's his only option left. If nobody takes them in Canada, come on, people. But, uh, let's see. And also, Conor McGregor uh, is making a deal to, to reduce his suspension. And like I was telling Taylor yes, uh, last week, he should fight, um, oh my God, the Philippine fighter. I just had his name. He just won last week. Uh, oh my God. Anyway, the, the Philippine fighter. Think, think, da, 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 da. Oh, forget about it, man. I just had it. Anyway, he should fight him to get his money back. Uh, anyway, like I said, there's not that much in the world of sports. Freaking sucks, you know. But, uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, now the was most... It, was it Eddie? Huh? Was it Eddie? Eddie? No. 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 Look him up. Uh, Philippine boxer. And if you can find him... Was it Onassis? No. <laughs> I'm getting all these names. Like... Uh, try Philippine boxer that won last week. Try that one. <laughs> <laughs> or a week ago. Was it Mark? No! Stop it! No, no. Was it Jacoby Magatu? Close. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is it? Oh my god, I just had a brain fart. What the f- no, I actually farted in the studio, but I'm just saying. No? I don't know. No, I'm, not, I'm not getting anything. Yeah, neither no. am I. All right, I'm going to look him up really quick because I'm trying to get this time. Uh, I'm trying to stay on time. Okay. Philippine. Yeah, Philippine boxer. Okay, here we go. No, god damn it. Here we go. Boxer. Can't believe I'm doing this. Here we go. Oh, Manny Pacquiao. There you go. Oh, like like boxer. Yeah, boxer. I'm thinking UFC. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, uh, boxer. (laughs) Boxer. But, like I said, if they reduce Conor McGregor's suspension, which they are going to, his comeback fight should be against Manny Pacquiao. That's the big money fight. And I'm telling you this, Manny Pacquiao is going to whoop his ass. Yeah. Uh, it's going to happen, Probably. man. It, it's, I mean, look, Conor McGregor does not have a chance against uh, Pacquiao. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. You know, hold on. But me... it'll still be a damn good fight. Oh, hell yeah. It'll be a damn good fight for Pacquiao. Let's <laughs> see. Da, 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 da. No, 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 no. Yeah. Nah, you know, then they get in there and they start fighting, you know. Let me see. Punches. Yeah. No. No, that's not it. God damn it. Punches, you know. Oh, man. Here we go. Kicks. No. I can't find it in here. Oh, that's the Viking horn. All right, we can't continue. Oh, forget about it. Next time I get a set up. Oh, my God. I'm wasting time here, people. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're going to go to the Love TKO Woman of the Week. If I can get it set up here. No, that's not it. That is no. There we go. 
Love TKO Woman of the Week. <laughs> this is so perfected. <laughs> Look at Tom Taker. He says, like, why am I working with this guy? Yeah. There. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your love TKO Woman of the Week. <laughs> She's a Malaysian actress. Oops, I think it's a little too loud there. From a man, yes. Teddy. Now, she's a Malaysian actress, and I love Asian women. Oh my God, they're hot. She who achieved fame in the early 1990s after starring in a series of popular Hong Kong action films in which she performed her own stunts. Amazing. She was born August 6, 1962. She's at the age of 55, which she does not look at at all. She was born in Ipoh, Malaysia. She's 5'4". Oh, short. I swear I like them. How do you like them, Tom? Uh, honestly, <laughs> I'm not. I don't. I don't have any specific type. Yeah. Okay. Although I do like brown. Like you know, my girlfriend's got brown hair, blue eyes. There you go. I'm huge Ooh. on that combo. There you go. There Fantastic. you go. Hotter than J Lo. I'm, I'm saving uh, you on this one. <laughs> no, actually, actually, I would say that. There you go. <laughs> Honest to God. There you go. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, she's a martial artist. And she, like I said, during her younger age, you know, she did her own stunts, which was amazing. Amazing. Her up-and-coming movie is called Crazy Rich Asians. You can see that on YouTube. So, ladies and gentlemen, you're... Oh, shit. I forgot to put it on here. Oh, right, here we go. Hold on. Let me go back on here. Hold on. Hold on. I'll go back. All right, people. Jeez. Your... No, that's not what I want. Your love, TKO Woman of the Week is... Miss Michelle Yo, Yes. Now you know who I'm talking about. Woo, she is hot. Yes, so congratulations, Miss Yo. You are the love TKO woman of the week. Keep doing what you're doing, baby. Oh, my God. All right, people. Well, now we're going to do something that I like to talk about. All right, I'm sorry, Ted. Shut up. Anyway. Let me see if I can get it on here. All right, all right. Why am I still playing this? There we go. Stop the damn thing. Not you. I'm talking to me. <laughs> all right, people. Now we're going to go to something. If I can find it on here. Let's see here. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, I got to be me. Be me. Let's see, uh, Sammy Davis Jr. There we go. All right, people. Oops. I know I got it. Give me a second, people. Oop. I'm going to turn it up a bit. Here we go. Oop. All right, ladies and gentlemen. This is where I got to talk about stuff that I think about in my head, stuff that gets me angry, stuff that people think they know me. You don't know me. Talk, have a cup of coffee, have a beer with me. You know, where's my music in the background? Damn you, Tom. You, know? <laughs> you don't have to turn it up too. You could lower it a bit. You know, you don't have to shut it off. You know, but people think that they know me just by looking at me. You don't judge a book by its cover. People, you don't know me. Have a beer, have a cup of coffee. You know, women have that habit. When they see me, they think I'm a pervert. I am not a pervert. I'm horny. No, that's not it. No, I respect ladies, all right? I treat them like a lady. I treat them like a queen. 
At the strip club, I'm a little different. I'm a different personality on that one. But this is what I talk about is I Gotta Be Me. I gotta be me. I gotta be me. What else can I be but what I am? All right, ladies and gentlemen. So... Don't judge a book by its cover. When I ask a woman out for coffee or a nice drink or a nice appetizer, whatever, it's just that. That's it. Don't think of it's more than like, oh my God, he asked me out for coffee. He wants to do doggy style. That's all he's thinking of. No! Good conversation. Nice talk about life. Getting to know each other. You know? Don't be a coward, ladies. All right? Yes, I said it. Coward. Actually, I didn't say it. Tom wrote it down on the note and gave it to me. So, <laughs> so if you don't know what a cup of coffee is or a nice drink in a nice crowded place, that's what I like. I love the company of a good woman, you know. So if you don't think, you know, don't be a coward, ladies. Period. That's it. And if you're a coward, then that's what you are. Born and raised and die a coward. Be brave. Go out for that cup of coffee with me. Have that nice drink with me and have a wonderful conversation. Why? Because I gotta be me. I gotta be me. I gotta be me. What else can I be but what I am? That's it. Well, let's see. What else is there about me? Let me see. Okay, ladies. That's right. This whole topic is gonna be about ladies. The women that I dealt with. I dealt with too many immature ladies in my time. I'm tired of it. All right. And uh, especially the last woman that I dated, things were going great. And then all of a sudden, she changed. She was German. Hot. You know. She changes her mind. She's like, I know, Jerry, you have to understand. I don't want this relationship to be me more about the dick and the pussy and the pussy and the dick. That's how she said it. I was like, well, what the hell do you want it to be about? You know, we got mouths. You know. I said, look, we're getting to know each other. When the hell you jumped into, just like our third time dating. We're still getting to know each other. What the hell brought this up? She was so afraid, you know, of, that's it. That's what relationship is going to be based on, is sex. There's more to it than that, you know. All right, ladies. Well, look, if you're hot, please understand this. If you're that woman that thinks she's hot and that a total stranger comes up to you and says hi, and says hello how are you and you don't say nothing back you just give him that cold stare of smugness above bitch you know let me just say this and this is what what we're saying to you wow he's saying hello to me this is what the the smug bitch woman is saying oh my god he's saying hello to me and i'm not saying hello back why because i'm a bitch and undesirable in life that's all i am you know Listen, if you're a hot woman and somebody's and some guy, total stranger says hello, doesn't hurt to say hello back. You know, you're not all that. Let me tell you something. If you're that woman that thinks she's hot, thinks she's the most hottest girl in the world, and you're at the gym working out, let me tell you something. If Jennifer Lopez walked into that gym, they will not give a second glance at your ass. Why? Because you're not beautiful inside and you're not beautiful outside. You're just not beautiful. Why? Because I gotta be me. I gotta be me. I gotta be me. What else can I be but 
I'm tired, Tom. I'm so tired. <laughs> you got a girl girlfriend, man. Stick with her. Just treat her bad. Try not, it, man. Not, Try not, it. not treat her bad, but you know what I mean? Like, take her to the Mashulu. Don't take her to Olive, uh, you know, uh, uh, buffet places. You know what I mean? It's like, Golden Corral. Golden Corral. God damn, that's, you'd be a cheap-ass date. <laughs> <laughs> well, lady, well, this is, you know, I want a woman. Not a woman that acts like a little girl. Like the old rat song. I want a woman, not some little girl. All right? Why? Because I got to be me. I gotta be me I gotta be me What else can I be but what I am oh, I miss you, Sammy. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, one more. All right. One more thing. And they say if a man treats a woman the same way he would treat his mom. You heard that expression, right? Well, watch a woman. If the same way a woman will treat her man the way she treats her father. Right? In other words, touche. Okay? Why? Because I gotta be me. I gotta be me. I gotta be me. What else can I be? And that is none all of the I Gotta Be Me. Thank you for listening for that. All right, people. Well, I got some topics really quick. I got some good on time. Uh, Tom, help me pick one. Usually Taylor's great, wonderful expressions help me out on this. Okay. <laughs> all right, here it is. Taking time off, going places by yourself, or school starting. Taking time off, going places by yourself, or school starting. Going places by yourself. It, you know, this is not Jeopardy. You know, <laughs> what is going places by yourself? Ding! All right. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll pick one. I'll pick one. Uh, taking time off. Is that good? All right. You yeah. take you take some time off, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I mean, like you're an engineer or architect. Uh, I'm. I know. I mean, I'm a sound engineer here and a, a part owner. Okay. Uh, but during the day, I work at uh, a, a large bank. So I'm there in, you go. I'm in IT. So. All right. All right. But sometimes you do need a couple of days off, a couple of weeks off. A couple right? weeks off, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, for me to take some time off, this is what I did. For the past six, seven months, all I've been doing is doing comedy shows, at home writing, and it was like, uh, you know, working. Same routine all the time, you know. And it got a little boring. So when the summertime came around, I was like, man, it's nice out there. The really nice days. Why am I stuck in the house? So I figured, you know what? I'm not going to write. I'm not going to do no comedy shows. I'm not going to rehearse. Nothing. I'm going to just relax for three to four weeks for a month and just get away from everything to help collect myself, which I did. I posted pictures online, going to the beach. I'm relaxing more. I'm watching movies all the way through instead of like, okay, I'll watch you tomorrow. I'm going to go back to writing, you know. It got a little hectic with me. It got a little stressful. It was starting to. And it was a little frustrating. Then it started to get a little boring because it was the same freaking routine all the time. So, you know, I'm going to hear from other comics. Oh, you shouldn't take time off. You know what I mean? It'll just screw you up. It's only three to four weeks. It's not four months or four years. I will be back with my regular self, you know. But I need it for me. You know, and I don't know. Look, I've read stories about uh, actors and singers that are so stressful all the time. But when they take like a month off, 
or two months off. And next thing you know, they'll come right back to the microphone recording new music. They're refreshed, you know, like uh, the lead singer of Metallica. I read a story about him. They did like a two-year tour. Two years! Touring, in the studio, recording new music. Touring, recording new music. It was to a point where he was like, you know what? Once the, the, the tour was over, once the new album came out, he took six months off. Six months. Fishing, hunting, doing hobby stuff, sleeping a lot. And then when the six months were done... His mind was refreshed writing new music again because he was saying that it was to a point where it was like a robot. You know, it was like watching the same movie over and over, eating the same sandwich every freaking day. It was the same routine, you know. It was stressing him out badly. So I figured, you know what? I'm going to take some time off because that's what it was getting to that point with me. Traveling to do these shows, driving long distances, and then at home writing. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm bored. So, once these, I got one more week till my time is off and I'll go back doing the same thing again. But taking time off helps you relax, helps you refresh your mind, helps you become a better person, and helps you just stay more focused than you were before. And helps me out a lot, you know. And uh, you see those pictures of me online at the beach, relaxing, just listening to the crashing of the waves, you know, eating pizza, and I'm watching movies. So many movies I wanted to see. Now I'm finally watching. I got done watching Luke Cage, second season. Finally saw the whole thing. And my next one is Game of Thrones. I'm going to binge watch that one. So taking time off is a good thing, not a bad thing. So when you take that time off, I'm telling you, you'll be a much better person when you go back to what you were doing before. So that's what I recommend. Take some time. You take some time off from all that stuff, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I just actually, last month, I went to Ireland for two weeks. Yeah. See, there you go. But when you yeah. came back, you felt absolutely more focused, more relaxed. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not focused, but definitely more relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. Of course, you're in Ireland. You drink a lot. That's right. So that's why I recommend people take some time off. Man, not a weekend. I'm talking about a week or two, well, four weeks, a month. And I'm telling you, you'd be a much better person. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to close my show, and my man Tom is gonna play my sponsors really quick. And uh, before I come right back. All right, my man. Want to go somewhere and do something tonight? Then go to the Station Barn Grill. It has full-service bar, 11 beers on tap, widescreen TVs to watch your favorite sporting event, plus appetizing food. Also, they cater to your special event in their private banquet room. And if you're looking for a great comedy, every Friday night is Comedy Night, hosted by Mike Bonner. Station Barn Grill, located at 2625 U.S. Highway 130, Cranberry, New Jersey. Call 609 655 5550. Oh, go online. Stationbarngrill.com. Are you looking for that New York style and taste? Then go to La Vida's Pizzeria. It has that New York feel and that Italian tasty touch. Mwah! A great place to eat with family and friends. La Vida's Pizzeria. Located at 12 High Street, Mount Holly, New Jersey. For pickup or delivery, call 609-267-8957. La Vida's Pizzeria. Excellent food, perfect New York taste. Okay, boys, let's see. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm 
I'm about to close my show. It's a little, you know, I can play the piano just a little bit. Not really. I suck. All right. Anyway. So, ladies and gentlemen, if your car needs inspection or reinspection, go to Semraj Auto. Semraj Auto voted to Burnley, the county's best auto repair service, New Jersey State approved inspection, reinspection, and emissions repair facility in New Jersey State and ASC certified technicians. Semraj Auto, located at 1609 West Lumberton, New Jersey. Check out their website at semraj.com or call them or make an appointment. Call them at 609-267-5500. Semraj Auto. They ought to know about your auto. All right. And also, if you're looking, do you smoke? You smoke cigars? Occasionally, yeah. All right. Well, if you're looking for good quality cigars, I recommend go to Smoking Dog. All right. And check out the website, smokingdog.com. They have the best selection. There's one located in Mount Holly, New Jersey on High Street and another one in Marlton, New Jersey. They're expanding. And let me tell you, man, they got great brand of cigars. The Patrons, they have ones from the Dominican Republic. They have ones from England, China, you name it, they got it. And if you're a pipe smoker, they got tobacco pipe in there as well. So if you're looking for that great aroma quality cigar, I recommend to check out smokingdog.com. <laughs> Oh my god. Wait a minute, I'm not on. Wait, wait, wait. I gotta go to a closing song in here if I could freaking find it. Oh my god, here we go. All right, you know what? I gotta find a good song before I close the show. Usually I always close with a really good song in here. Uh, let me see, let me see what I can close with. Uh, uh, you know what? Screw it. Okay, I got it. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. God damn it. That's not the one I wanted. All right, here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Before I close, there we go. Yeah. This is, I know, George Michael. Everything she wants. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank you all for listening to another edition of the Jerry Torres program here on WildfireRadio.com. I'd like to thank my producer, Tom Tussler. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for listening to the Jerry Torres program. I'd like to say to everyone that's out there, whatever religious figure you believe in, may you be blessed. I bid you all a fond fondue. I'll be back next week. So I ask you all, please, don't go changing. Take it away, wham, with everything she wants. <laughs>